We're going to talk about a little bit about seasonal nostalgia now, and I'm joined in studio by uh, Norma Sheehan, actress, come comedian, and also by author and UNICEF ambassador Kathy Kelly, Hello. and also Barry Devlin from Horse Lips, and they're all going to share some of their Christmas memories and traditions with us. So you're all very welcome, and. Uh, Thank and uh, can I be the first to say Happy Christmas? So, Cathy, you grew up in Dublin, but uh, you spent Christmas down the country. Spent Christmas down the west. And for me, the, the start of Christmas was the packing of the bush. So I'm 53. So if you think mm-hmm. about this, so we, we all went down to my grandmother's house. So there would be me, my brother, and then later my sister and one and later two dogs. And we all had to squash into whichever sort of small car. So like this was the, you know, the... the the 70s I was doing it from when I was a baby mm-hmm. so we'd be squishing everything in e- even now I can't bear the thought of putting things in the boot and there was nowhere to stop on the side of the road you know for a pee so we did actually and this is a disgraceful admission but um, sometimes there was a very good place um, Douglas Hyde's resting place was very overgrown so we used to anyway but that was no, <laughs> only for a pee there was no baby wipes back then either actually there was nothing um, but anyway that was it and you couldn't leave your tissue that'd be very bad so there we'd go off there is some corner of a foreign field that is forever Dublin there, and indeed that, indeed <laughs> there <laughs> is and we'd, we'd and, and did you observe health and safety in the car because <laughs> when you think back on how we used to all the big families oh. used to drive around the country remember there was that well in between the back seats and that was regarded as a kind of a seat that was as totally well a seat if you put a cushion on it handbrake was mostly <laughs> yeah and, and sure, we always had one or two dogs and, and you know my family adores dogs and but the vet it, this is it like we're saying in the 70s for some reason vets said a, a really good kind way for a dog to travel was to give it special medicine so we would have two dogs sitting in the back of the car stoned out of their brains huh. and drooling so whatever medicine they were on made them drool so you had to sort of throw another newspaper down so there'd be the, 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 the wet newspapers on the floor us there we'd stop for in, Long, in Longford in Cafolis for our sausages and our chips and we wouldn't allow the dogs to eat them because that would be would be dreadful so that that was the Start a Christmas. And of course, no iPads in those days for long journeys for kids either. Oh, no. Red car, um, thatched cottage, red car, thatched cottage. Once we we were overtaken by a nun and it wasn't raining and her windscreen wipers were going like the clappers. So we kept thinking if we could keep catching up with her, that would be a great game. But she she drove very fast. They were innocent times. They were innocent times. Was your mother knitting in the front? My mother was amazing. (laughs) No, no, she didn't do that. No, my father always drove and he was was ferocious. like we're getting there in time. Um, no, my mother could knit and only the arthritis stops her now. The most amazing Aaron and, and fabulous crocheter. I can I can crochet, but I, I can't knit for, you know, Santa's going to bring me the gift of being able to knit. And um, But she was an amazing knitter and she could knit in the front and she had a stone of stuff in the front. Her feet couldn't move. I mean, I'm surprised we didn't all get DVT, but it was, um, and that was the start of Christmas. Yeah, for for many many people, for that many was the start people. of Christmas that that journey. Uh, Barry, how, were they hardy Christmases up in the shores of Loch Ness all those years ago? Did you have any Christmas joy? Hardy was hardy is the word. I remember, you know, I I, I actually brought in. I don't have a time to. Uh, Patrick Kavanagh's a child, a Christmas childhood, which is a, you know about about yeah. ice. You know, feet scrunching on ice Maybe on the we, way to we, mid- Let's see how time is. And we'll yeah, yeah to but it. I mean, that's how I remember. Mine was a very long time ago. Uh, and I and the place, Arbo, didn't have electricity to 1960. So for the entire time that I was growing up, it was really, it was gas. Really? It was paraffin lamps. And we went to bed 
you, you had a you brought a paraffin lamp up the you know with a glass globe up up the stairs and we had gas light in the kitchen because we were very posh uh, yeah. but it was a farm my dad had a farm and a general store and we had cattle and so oh, so you were well off then Oh, God, we were, yeah, I tell you, we were the aristocracy in no mistake. But we still didn't have, you know, we still didn't, we didn't have running water. We got our water from a well and we didn't have electricity. Really? Yeah, oh yeah, right up to 1960. And so we grew up, my my overriding memory of, of uh, Christmas is, a, it's kind of magic, I should say. I had absolutely idyllic Christmases, I really did. Mm. But of it being dark. I mean, yeah. you'd, you'd see fellas, there were very few cars. That, you know, there was a man called... Uh, Felix Quinn, who had a dynamo on his bike that was famous because he had the brightest light in our <laughs> You'd see him coming down there. But I, I, so I remember there's a time of shadows and light flickering and fires and yeah. and really of great, enormous happiness. Christmas was a very surprising and wonderful time for me, you know. And and presumably you had to entertain yourselves then very in the, there so. in the dark yeah, with no yeah, running no, Absolutely. Water, yeah. And it was so, it, you know, it was very chiaroscuro. It was light. Yeah. I just don't imagine it. It was true. It was light. Firelight flickering yeah. on faces and and uh, going to it was good. but the thing about a Christmas like that is it's true about the country anyway. When it's cold, you get cold, and when it's warm, you get warm. I mean, you really are kind of attuned to the seasons, whether you want to or not. But I had a kind of I really did have an idyllic Christmas, uh, you know. And we we Santa brought wonderful things that you know we might have might have looked up in a catalogue and asked for. You know, it, it, uh, I remember a toy train arrived and, and uh, I was knocked out by that. I still have yeah, bits of it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, how beautiful. Norma, did you have idyllic Christmases in Cork? Well, I, just what you were saying there, Barry. Do you remember a few years ago, there was terrible weather at Christmas and um, I wasn't home for Christmas. But my family go on about this Christmas in Cork because there was no water or there was no electricity and stuff. So they had a step back in time and they were all out the back. That backs. period is referred to as death snow. I think that's what it's called, isn't oh, it? Is it that, called? That the snow. The snow. The snow. The snow. Yeah. But uh, sorry, if I look back at my own Christmases, I suppose Dad used to take us out before bed and look up and we'd see Santa in the sky. <gasps> and um, I still do that with the kids where you go out. And, you know, if you look, it's very hard on a cloudy night. But if you're looking out um, on, on a clear enough night, you can usually track it. Now, kids can track it online now as well, which <gasps> is brilliant. No, Rad. Yes, you see, we we, we, we did that a lot. And you can see, because you can see he's gone to Australia and yeah, you can yeah, see all yeah. the places he's oh, going. It's amazing. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Absolutely. And then other stuff, I suppose, my dad still does the um, bottle of paddy whiskey on the pudding. And I remember my kids uh, telling a story when they came, because we live in Dublin and we drive down at around lunchtime for the second dinner after Santa <laughs> has come. And um, my dad, literally, it's, Literally an entire bottle of whiskey on the pudding and the flames are up to the roof. It's just brilliant. And then even the kids are drunk after it. So, so hang on a minute. So is there a Christmas dinner had before you hit the road to Cork as well? Now, the, my kids are a little bit older now. As in there. Well, they're still in primary school, but they're like, Mom, how about we just get the first Christmas dinner in uh, Junction 14 on the way down this year instead of, you know. Now, I wouldn't do anything crazy. I'm not able to cook. Um, so it would have been like, you know, it might be nuggets or a bit of lamb or something like that. There'd be no turkey. But we would have a dinner. And then sure, see the crowd in Cork, things get delayed so the actual dinner mightn't be till half six or seven so that's your supper really so um, <laughs> yeah. you couldn't be relying on that so there would be two two Christmas dinners yeah, yeah. yeah. Some you see people we, we would sometimes 
drive to Cork on Christmas Day and people yeah. think it's cracked. But actually, it's a, it's a great time but to Does your kids ever get up at two in the morning um, to see the Santa toys? And then you're, you're, you're like, you're, oh. it's the longest day ever. Now, they're not allowed yeah. to get up that early anymore. <laughs> but it's the longest day ever. So there's plenty of time to drive the good road to Cork. Isn't it? Absolutely. Sleep and as you say, it's and dangerous. that road yeah, is yeah. not like it and used to be. there's no one be. on the road. You have the road yeah, to yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, now, your husband is Australian, though. Would you not go down and... I, I, I see people so. having their Christmas on the beach and I feel if I had any excuse... I know. It's We've done a few. Um, yeah. We but the kids were very young and it was it was tricky it's hard to travel with them um, we did a summertime there recently They're, his family are very good to come up so they've come up maybe every fourth year um, no we haven't we haven't really taken advantage of the sunny Christmases no but we might down the line when the kids are don't want to look at us anymore I yeah, think it'd yeah, be yeah. weird I, I actually think it'd, it'd be, be so weird. weird and I love Australia I just think it'd be too weird to have Christmas on the beach and you're just going no it has to be really cold yeah. and you have to have some sort of fire well, you don't on feel like turkey do not want a hot dinner, like so. <laughs> yeah, you know. it's very, it is genuinely very strange. I was, I, I just literally came back from Sydney last week. Oh, and how is it? It's a bit brown yeah. with the smoke. Oh God! But, uh, but it was, it is extraordinary to see all the Santa stuff, yeah. and and the sun. Beaten down on yeah. you, you know, and yeah. everybody had enough for Bondi. You know? I mean, I, I, and you used to darkness at Christmas. Well, exactly. Like, totally you know, and it's so Where's it, the chiaroscuro you're saying? Well, exactly. Yes. I, you know, Latouche is not present. I mean, I, I kind of, it is it is very strange. In our minds, Christmas yeah. is to do with darkness and long nights. And, but Christmas you know, is to stop us from getting depressed during the miserable dark uh, winter. So I don't know what they needed for, for Don Wonderful. I know, and, and Santa, obviously. Yeah, of course. And, and Cathy, you, the house you went down to Nenniscorn Granny's place—that was a farm, was it? That was a farm, and there was obviously there was there was milk and and there was hens. I I was a hen whisperer. I won't do my hen impersonation again. I did that before for you on a television program, and it didn't end so well. So um, <laughs> yeah, there was so we, there were hens, and I was so in you charge had the touch of the hens. with the hens. Had the touch with the hens. Yes, you can train them to jump for blackberries and things like that. So my grandmother, she had hens and she had ducks, which I loved, and she had geese. So she always, there was always a goose. That was what, what she had. So she'd kill the goose. So I was able to to clean and gut, you Jesus. know, any of them. Well, you have to be like, you know, this is yeah. like, this is where it comes from. It does not actually come from Tesco's. It, you know, really? comes from an animal. <laughs> there you go. But um, I would never kill any of the animals. I, I couldn't, couldn't bear that. I mean, if anyone was trying to get into the house. But you were OK them. with cutting them up then once they were dead? Well, I well I had to because there was no getting away from it because my yeah. grandmother she was you know tough country woman and it was like this is how you pluck the goose this yeah. is how you pluck the this is how you do all this did that contribute you think to you becoming a vegetarian no not at all um, no not really I think I was just made some of us are just made to be more vegetarian but um, no I'm. I don't know what made me become a vegetarian, to be really honest with you. I, I do I do like animals. And cows, have you ever put your hand in a cow's mouth and let it suck your hand? I mean, oh, Jesus. Sorry. No. There no, you go. I That's haven't. a lovely, and being licked okay. by a cow. And you know what? We're all going to contemplate that for a minute now while we take no, a break. Thanks. Podcast The Marion Finucane Show at rte.ie slash radio. And now, our lyrics competition... Rock legends Guns N' Roses return to Ireland next summer. They'll be playing Marley Park in Dublin on Saturday, the 27th of June, 2020. And I have a pair of tickets to give away today, so I'll read out three sets of Guns N' Roses lyrics. And when I read out the third, you can text the song names to 51551. So here's the first one. We try not to sing this. And if I stare too long, 
I'd probably break down and cry. Okay, that's the first Guns N' Roses. Uh, Lyric, Norma Sheehan, Kathy Kelly and Barry Devlin are still with us and we're reminiscing about Christmas. Music actually is, Christmas songs are a very important part of Christmas for people, aren't they? Norma, what, what's your favourite Christmas song? Um, well, the one that I remember the most is the Froggy song, Paul McCartney. The Frog Chorus. Bum, 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 play the... Because we got, um, we got a big, huge record player about the size of a fridge and... Um, the first one we got and it came with a free record and it was so th- that got played for the entire of Christmas bum, 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 bye, I, oh, you'd never get tired of that no, song no 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 Cathy what about you I'm already tired of that song I know. Um, as a child I, I loved all those sleigh bells you know all those sort of songs I, I adored you know those sleigh bells sorry I won't sing because I can't sing you're better than me <laughs> but you know when, when myself and the kids are, are doing the, the Christmas tree we put on all that sort of really kitschy you know 50s and 60s stuff but we have to have we have to have you know uh, Wham's Last Christmas and we have to have Absolutely. Mariah Carey yeah. I Don't Do Steps Do you do Christmas FM with Christmas FM on oh, November. It makes it makes me very excited to yeah, have yeah. the Christmas Eve vibe going on. Since on. November. Yeah, yeah, but I you're know. better off listening to uh, Radio One. You, you are say, sorry, Norma? sorry, Barry. Oh, let's move on quickly. What, I don't if it is, is Christmas from, songs. But well, by, uh, by, uh, still does for me coming from a you know from a church. It was always sung in Murtown and the and I was in the choir. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, there's something about you know I was thinking about this you know the. Christmas, of course, it's about darkness and it's about all that. But what it's most about is magic. It was oh, always yes. bigger than the sum of its parts. Yeah. It was the time when you got to believe in in magic. If you know, if you're yeah. a believer, midnight mass was someone extraordinary. It was the first time the mass felt like someone you wanted to go to. And and of course, you were a believer, weren't you? Oh yeah, yeah, of, yeah, no, you absolutely. But were you but a also, religious young fella? Oh, oh, desperate, pray God together. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I, you know, I, I went into the seminary at yeah, seventeen, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and possibly never emerged. <laughs> but, but I mean, I loved all that stuff. I loved being dressed in a in a in a red soutane, and I, you know, I loved being up in the choir singing Adeste Fidelis. But also, so there's a there's a belief in the in the child that's being born in the manger. It's an extraordinary story. There's also the belief in Santa Claus that that this this person will come and leave stuff and, and, and it's and, brilliant and, it and children yeah. know that you know yeah. that yeah. they you know it, they know that that's going to happen so it's magic it's magic so it's a time, time of uh, believing in magic yeah yeah you, you were saying that as against the christmas song one of your favorite kind of christmasy things is is a christmas poem yeah there's a, well i mean yeah there my, my, for, you know my if 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 i wanted my childhood as I saw it written out it was written out by Patrick Kavanagh's extraordinary poem uh, A Childhood Christmas which is uh, which was one of the runners up in the great I think Seamus's poem when the others were away at mass won it but this was one of the the last three read us a little bit of it there yeah and it's extraordinary definition of of what Christmas is like Um, so uh, a water hen screeched in the bog, mass going feet crunched the wafer ice in the potholes. Somebody wistfully twisted the bellows wheel. My child poet picked out the letters on the grey stone. In silver, the wonder of a Christmas townland. The winking glitter of a frosty dawn. Cassiopeia was over Cassidy's hanging hill. I looked and three wind bushes rode across the horizon. The three wise kings. I hid in the doorway and tightened the belt of my box-pleated coat. I nicked six nicks on the doorpost with my penguin's big blade. There was a little one for cutting tobacco and I was six Christmases of age. 
It's an extraordinary yeah, yeah, uh, evocation yeah, yeah. of a time. Cassiopeia over Cassidy's, the, the, the epic and, and, and the local. And the yeah. windbush. You don't hear yeah. people talk about the windbush anymore. Yeah, no, no, no. And a windbush is a yeah. very essential element of Christmas yeah. as well. Actually, Barry, speaking of the nicks on the doorpost, tell me about the present you got from your father one year. <laughs> yeah, my, my dad loved me, not wisely, but too well. He brought home a, from Bray, he went to Bray and he brought home a thing called an exacto set, which oh. I still have to this day. They're great, those things. A a, a model-making set. The only problem was I was nine, and it it consists of six scalpels of various (laughs) sizes. And so my, my mother said... I'm going to kill you if that child has even a touch of blood in his hands. Yeah, and, yeah. and so I cut myself to the bone <laughs> on all my fingers. Yeah. And my sister Mary came up and bandaged me up, each of my fingers, with white gauze and sellotape or elastoplast. And so when I we were eating Sunday, oh, Sunday dinner and my mother said, why has that child got his hand hidden? And she lifted up my hand. And I looked like a rack of lamb, you know? <laughs> <laughs> One of mine is after asking Santa for um, the entire Harry Potter Lego um, set. I think you have to be 16 or 18. It's so intense. um, But my husband is thrilled that Santa's bringing this because he's more into it than than, than she is. The the David Beckham thing, of course. David Beckham apparently does all his kids' Lego as well. Actually, Brendan, our priorities are slightly changed in our house because one of my, two of my daughters are in sixth class and their classmate, Samuel Rocket, passed away yesterday. Um, so the school oh, is taking a day off. I'd give, yeah. like to give the family a mention, actually, yeah. because it just prioritises everything, puts mm-hmm. it in a different... Yeah. Samuel Rocket, he was up for winning Athlete of the Year for his age group in the Black Rock Athletics um, at the Christmas of it event next week and he was just the smartest lad in the class and everything and he had a relapse two days ago, three days ago and died yesterday. 11 years of age. So, anyway... Moving on, amazing family. Reach out to Louise and and Ben. Um, but just yeah, if anyone okay. is stressed over Christmas, it doesn't remember, matter. Okay, it doesn't okay. matter. And I'm sure they won't boy. mind. They won't mind you remembering. They him they they on, they on, put on the, the message radio. out on RIP and on on yeah. on, on Facebook yeah, today yeah. to think of their son. That, and oh, any, if anyone wants to donate, they're giving money to the blood bikes um, because they're so good. These um, voluntary people who um, who help, yeah. Yeah, it's, 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 okay, yeah. and and you know that is the that, that's the other side yes, of Christmas, and these are the important things yeah, to remember yeah, as well. Yeah. It's a very very hard time for a lot of people, yeah. and be a hard time for that. Be a hard any time, yeah. But, yeah. but, but Christmas would be a hard time for that family forevermore. Yeah, and so many yeah, families yeah. like that. Okay, um, Norma, uh, not the ideal time to do it, but you are. I, I do want to mention that you are taking a tour on the oh, road yeah. in, in, and in you the know new what? year. It's it's um it's a comedy tour, and you know what? If you can't if you can't laugh, you're going to cry. Yeah. So heal your whole a website um is my comedy tour. It launched yesterday. Healyourhole.com. So all my dates. That's and lovely now. <laughs> my mother's at home, but that's lovely now. Well, do you know what? Because Cork woman say that yeah, kind of thing. Sure is, Cork is sold out. Cork is sold out. So I have to find another venue. But we're going everywhere from Wexford to. Wexford, uh, Warble made the website. There's a beautiful, a great company and they've made my website yesterday and we did a uh, Is stand-up or a theatrical show? Or it's mainly stand-up, so I'll be coming to you for advice and you can, you can, you can <laughs> write a bit for me. Yeah. <laughs> All right, listen, uh, Norma Sheehan, thank you very much and Cathy Kelly and Barry Devlin and I suppose we wish you all yeah. uh, a very happy Christmas and let's one. take a break.